In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. edge of the Darien Gap. This is the, this is the edge right here. Once you, once you get in this boat and push back and we go that way, one minute you're in the Darien Gap. Right here is still civilization. Law of the jungle starts right there. And we're going to go three hours up the river. Heading down Darien Gap, Michael Yan, Matt, and our captain, El Capitan back there, heading into the Darien Gap, guys. We've already had four boats of illegal migrants coming past us. These are all people coming in from Colombia that have uh, come across from all over the world. Now in Panama, and basically what they're doing is uh, Panama becomes a pass-through, and they're just getting them through the country as fast as they can, sending them into Costa Rica and then up through the rest of Central America, up through Mexico to the border. So we'll see how many we can count today. Ghana. I mean, the reality of it, that's the, the crazy thing, you know, what, how, how vast this problem is. It's immense. It's immense. Large numbers from Africa. And we're asking of the boats as they go by where they're from. You get Cuba, Venezuela, but then you get, uh, we had uh, one group say Ghana, uh, and then you get a lot of bewildered looks that don't speak Spanish. So you, you know, a lot of them are coming from all around the world. 
and it goes for thousands of miles, actually. But this is the one, one of the most intense parts right here. One of the things, talking to the, uh, the uh, uh, Embera, the guy who brought us out to the boat, talking to him about what it's doing to their culture. So the same people, these radical leftists, like like we had Mayorkas down here yesterday, and actually today he's in Panama City. These open borders leftists are acting like they're noble and that they're compassionate, and all they're doing, and these are the same people that say that we all need to live like the, the indigenous people as they're destroying the indigenous land. They're supporting this invasion that's coming right through here and destroying some of the most beautiful rainforest jungle that you'll find in the world. It's just. These guys are the, just hypocrites and liars, that's all they are. And they won't show you what's actually at the end of this river or up in there, because they don't want you to see it. That's eight. Eight boats so far, roughly 15 to 16, 17 in each one of them. All heading up, gotta be coming to a border near you. Ladies and gentlemen, I think Ben Berkwam, when this is all said and done, should get an award that they haven't even made up yet for journalistic integrity, for honesty, for truth, and for putting his life on the line. Look, I know, <clears throat> I know journalists from all over the world put their lives on the line to be in war-stricken areas and to go and bring the truth of what's happening all around the world. But taking on the Mexican drug cartel, taking on the NGOs, taking on the corruption that does exist in the Catholic and other churches in order to spread these people all throughout the world to destroy culture and tradition on purpose. Anybody who puts their lives on the line or puts their families' lives on the line to get that information out to all of us. Folks, I got to tell you, I've never seen anything like what Ben is doing, ever. And I'm not just saying that because he's my friend. I'm not saying that because I consider him a brother. I'm not saying that because I consider him and his family part of my family. The man does things that most people would not ever do because of the risk that is involved. Ben Berkwam deserves an award for what he's done. And I don't think it needs to be any of these watered-down, washed-down fake news rewards that have been passed out in the decades past. I think we need to make up a new one. I think we, may, I think we need to make up a new one because that man deserves a lot more credit than he gets. And if it wasn't for Ben, and if it wasn't for Real America's Voice News, we would not know anything about this border invasion. We would hear little snippets here and there. We'd give us whatever Fox News deemed that the peasants get. Meanwhile, Ben Berkwam is literally living on the border. Make sure that you check out his show on Saturdays, Law and Border. And if anybody deserves a show to bring us the truth of the border, it is Ben Berkwam. Amen? All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. You are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. And I am your ever so humble. God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. It is a blessing to be here with each and every one of you. A big shout out to the Real America's Voice crew and everybody behind the scenes who works so incredibly hard to give the people this network. Shout out to my producer. Shout out to the Live from America family 
If you're watching uh, Real America's Voice News and you want to um, share it with your friends, let them know they can watch it on Pluto. They can watch it on Dish Network. They can watch it on Samsung TV, Apple TV, Android TV, select channels. You've got uh, Roku, Fire Stick. You've got uh, the app. You can go download the app as well. And for, uh, to follow more on my show, just go to JeremyHerald.com. And let me tell you, you can go down the rabbit hole on that website. We've got a lot there for you. And make sure you check out the America Strong business page on that website because we now have over 350 American businesses on there that we can do business with each other and help our boats rise and not Amazons. Let's do some live shout outs if we can. I'm going to go to Rumble real quick where we've got Carla Reynolds watching the show. We've got Chick73 watching the show. Michelle Groff, God bless you and thank you for being here. Lacey Barcelo, God bless you and thank you for being here tonight. Heather, how are you? Heather Mohison, how are you? Thank you very much for being here. Stephen Susson, God bless you. Thanks for joining in. I appreciate it, my friend. We've got Lisa Naquin in the building. We're going to go over to my Getter page real quick. And folks, you're definitely going to want to follow me on Getter if you're not there. We put out a really funny video today of Hunter Biden on Easter. It's on Getter. It's on Telegram. Follow me on Telegram as well. And uh, it's also on my Instagram. Big shout out to Miguel Ortiz watching on Getter. Ruby Hines uh, as well. Bree K, God bless you. God bless you. C.A. says the whole truth award for Ben. Amen. We've got RMA Apparel watching Donna Marie and Lesko Brandon. One of my favorite people coming out of the state of Massachusetts, Leslie. God bless each and every one of you. Um, we're going to go to the Lord tonight, folks. And uh, we're, gonna, <clears throat> we're really going to think about everything that we've accomplished over this last, well, ever since 2016, but really since November 3rd. We have accomplished so much, and none of that would have been possible without God. You can't beat God. We're on the right side. So let's give him all the thanks in the world for everything that we've been able to accomplish. We've got 33 incumbent Democrats running for the hills. We have passed over 50 election security laws in battleground states. We're uncovering one of the largest drop box ballot harvesting crime networks. We've got video proof of it. We've got so much evidence and proof that when a time is right, and it's not right right now, but when the time is right, we will be able to hold these people accountable for what they've done and the crimes they've committed against these United States of America. On this April 21st, year of our Lord, 2022, habitual ways of thinking do not die easily. You may need to recapture the same thought many times before you, re, uh, before you gain mastery over it. But all that effort leads to a marvelous result. Increased freedom to think my thoughts and commune deeply with me. Wait with me while I renovate you from the inside out. Powerful. Romans 12, 2. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by renewing of by the renewing of your mind. And from 2 Corinthians 10:5, it tells us we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. It's a long process. You're never going to be completely sin-free. But that's not the goal. The goal here is to want to live for Christ, to want to live to please God. And watch your problems just one by one 
melt away. <clears throat> Before you turn out the light tonight, what hurtful thought patterns is the spirit shining his light on? Write them down so you can root out the distortions and replace them with the truth. Folks, that sounds a lot like what we're going through today. Look, when I was younger, I heard this saying that I'll never, ever, ever forget. And that saying is, it has to hurt if it's to heal, right? We have to rip the Band-Aid off, and we have to experience the pain. And in order to get rid of cancer, you have to dig deep to get rid of that cancer. And that is what we've been doing since November 3rd. And you guys have been doing a, a phenomenal job at it. Let's keep it up, and let's go to the Lord now in prayer. Please remove your hats if you are wearing one, wherever you are in the country, Wherever you're watching around the world, please say the Lord's Prayer with us and we'll really make a difference. You ready? Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I do want to tell you guys as well, if you need a Bible or if you know somebody who needs a Bible and for whatever reason, they're just too afraid to go buy one or they've been procrastinating, never fail. Just go to jeremyherald.com and request a Bible on the front page. Let us know what kind of Bible you would like and where it's going, and we will get it out to you as soon as possible. It's one way to spread the gospel, and we have our audience to thank for that, for sending in so many Bibles to get them into the hands of people seeking them. We'll be right back with more Live from America right after this. <clears throat> I want to also tell you guys that are watching the beautiful Live from America original family here. We have already exceeded this year how many Bibles we sent out all of last year. So that's good. I know, I know we're looking for 10,000. It's going to be quite a ways before we get there, but we're on our way. I also want to tell you that we are already just approaching how much money that we used yet last year to raise people out of a, a, a difficult situation. We raised $20,000 last year. Our goal was to double that this year and reach 40. Folks, we are not even through the month of April and we are just shy of $20,000 that we have raised and all of you guys have pitched in to help. Now, this isn't my work. This isn't your work. This is God's work that you are doing. There is no greater work than that. That is eternal work. That is stuff. That is something that these people, the recipients that are out there, and there are many of them in this chat that will tell you that that gesture right there was probably one of the nicest and best gestures that anybody has ever done for them. If you are a recipient, whether you're watching on Getter, Rumble, Facebook, or wherever, if you're a recipient of some Live from America slurp funds, let us know in the comment section that you were and what that meant to you and how that helped out. Because 
I don't think people really realize what that does for somebody who's down and out, who feels depressed, who feels lonely, who's losing something, their house or something because of it, doesn't have enough money to buy groceries that week, doesn't have enough money for the doctor bills, the dentist bills, the car broke down, whatever it is. All of us experience that stuff. All of us do. And together we've lifted so many great people out of that situation or out of those situations. So thank you all very much. Any of the donations that come in tonight on Rumble Rants will, again, go towards uh, our producer, keeping him hired here, and as well as replenishing the Slurp Fund. We're doing pretty good, uh, but we always want to keep a good amount in there just in case people are at some hard times and we have to deplete it quickly, okay? Um, so let's get back to the, uh, let's get back to the show Get to the first and foremost section. Get this show started. I know that's what people want to hear, so let's get to it. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News, where you get real news and honest views. And we were just talking about how together this audience has helped so many people out of bad situations. I want every one of you that watch this show, if you love this show, if you're dedicated to this show, when you wake up in the morning after you thank God for being alive, pray that he will show you a way to help somebody today. Okay, reach one, teach one. Reach your hand down and help people as Jesus did. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be sinless to reach out and help somebody, and it'll make you feel that much better. You ready? Put your cups up, folks. We got a first and foremost section coming up, and we need some, we need some fuel for that. So here we go. You may have heard by now, and you may not have heard by now. Either way, I'm going to de- dive deep into this story because I think all of America needs to hear this. And I doubt mainstream media will share this beautiful news, okay? And that news is the massive, massive strategy by 26 red state Republicans to build and form a border strike force in order to combat Biden's open border crisis until we can impeach this man and try this administration for felony on top of felony, on top of felony. And I told you one of these days, Ben Berkwam's great investigative reporting on the border and elsewhere will be used as evidence for these people in court. That's how important what Ben Berkwam is doing. But I want to dive into this task force because this is a very, very um, strong statement by 26 red state Republican governors about about this strike force. And it sends a massive massive uh, message, not only to the Biden administration, but to the DOJ, to Secretary Mayorkas as well, and to the entire country, that we are not playing games anymore. And I think the country will respond positively. 26 Republican governors announced on Tuesday of this week the formation of the American Governor's Border Strike Force that aims to combat the Biden-made open border crisis. The creation of the American Governor's Border Strike Force was led by Arizona Governor Doug Ducey, of all people. Even the sun shines on a dog's rear end some days, I guess. And Texas Governor Greg Abbott. The task force's goal is to disrupt and dismantle the transitional criminal organizations, taking advantage of the chaos that Joe Biden has created along the southern border. Okay? Now, I do want to say, the minute that Doug Ducey actually gives a crap about the 2020 election and the fraud that incurred, which, have put, which put an illegitimate person in the White House, 
it, this could have all been stopped if Doug Ducey would have done something. Greg Abbott, somewhat the same way. If Greg Abbott would stop sending these people throughout the United States and literally call it what it is, an invasion, he would be able to have the authority to shut down that border. So when those two actually start doing, you know, the just basic requirements of securing the border, then I will applaud them. However, I think this as a whole is a great idea because there are very, very strong and, and capable leaders that are now involved in this strike force, and I don't think they're going to let um, Abbott and Ducey just do things their way. So let's get into this. The following state governors have signed the Memorandum of Understanding, including, all right, let's just, I'm just going to go through the, the governors for you, okay? If you live in uh, Arizona, Doug Ducey, Greg Abbott of Texas, Kay Ivey of Alabama, of course, Mike Dunleavy of Alaska, Asa Hutchinson of Arkansas, Ron DeSantis, America's governor and future president of Florida, Brian Kemp, boo, of Georgia, Brad Little of Idaho, Eric, uh, Eric excuse me, Holcomb of Indiana, Kim Reynolds of Iowa, Larry Hogan, boo, of Maryland, Tate Reeves, Mike Parsons, Greg Giaforte and Pete Ricketts of Nebraska. So they've all signed on to this. Oh, we've got more. Chris Sununu, boo, my governor here in New Hampshire. Doug Burgum, Mike DeWine, Kevin Stitt, Henry McMasters, uh, Christy Nome, Spencer Cox, Glenn Youngkin, Jim Justice, Mark Gordon. Um, and it's reported a new record of 221,203 illegal aliens um, have been apprehended just in March alone. This was a 33% increase from last year. Now, once Title 42 is lifted in May, which I don't think is actually going to happen because it's a bloodbath for the Democrats as we sit right now, but you know what? I didn't think that they would fight that mask mandate either, and they're doing that. So who knows with these morons? The numbers could double after Title 42 goes away. That means we would see about 500,000 Illegal aliens coming into this country a month, if not more. And that's just what we know of. This is how Democrats destroy countries, folks. They've done it all over the world, and they're doing it right here in the United States now. If you didn't know what Title 42 was, it was used by President Trump in 2020 to expel migrants seeking asylum during the COVID-19 pandemic. Recently, the border stopped at least 23 people listed on the uh, terrorist screening database while crossing the southern border in 2021. The database contains the names of people who are known or reasonably suspected of being involved in some kind of terrorism. A 56-year-old Mexican national attempted to smuggle a massive haul of narcotics, totaling, get this, 415 pounds and worth over $2.5 million dollars but was intercepted by U.S. Customs and Border Protection. That's just what's caught. Imagine, imagine the fentanyl. We've already talked about it. Imagine the amount of drugs and human trafficking that's going on that we don't know about. Judicial Watch also reported, on Mexican drug cartels that are running the U.S. border, Mexican drug cartels have conducted more than 9,000 drone flights, we talked about that last week, into U.S. airspace in the last year to surveil American law enforcement and security operations in the southern border region, And that was from a senior Homeland Security official who told that to Judicial Watch this week, which we've covered. Folks, this is the biggest problem outside of killing babies that this country is facing today. We all know that in order to keep a culture alive, you have to have so many babies per couple 
every year in order to keep a culture alive. If you don't meet those requirements, if you don't meet those statistics or exceed them, then a culture can only last at a max of 25 years. With what these people are doing, with what the left is doing in displacing the world and bringing them to the United States, you're talking 10 years in the United States will never look like it has ever looked before. It'll look, it'll look like Europe. It'll look like Sweden. Constitution will be gone. Second Amendment will be gone. This is their entire playbook. And it will lead to the new world order. It will lead to the globalization of everything. Finances, law, troops, soldiers, everything. Blue hats everywhere. And you want to know the crazy part? Alex Jones was calling this a decade, two decades ago. And everybody thought he was a crackpot. Look at him now. Look at him now. I bet everybody's looking at him in a little different light now, even if they can't stand him. The guy was killing it two decades ago, and we're now living it. Now, meanwhile, I want to highlight a sad story at the border. And this is just one of many. And this is, again, we can blame on Biden and this administration because they are facilitating inviting these people here. They are letting them know they can come, and they can't. That is wrong. Those are felonies. A Mexican woman has died of asphyxia while climbing the border wall after getting stuck upside down for hours. Federal agents found 32-year-old Griselda Verdusco hanging from the United States side of the 30-foot steel wall on April 11th. The woman reportedly used a ladder to climb to the top of the fence, but on her way down, a harness that she was wearing became entangled, causing her to become stuck and choked to death while hanging upside down. Now, as sad as that is, folks, That's nothing compared to the children that are being molested and abused, the women that are being molested and abused on a daily basis. According to the Cochise County Sheriff's Office, she climbed on top of the international border wall and when attempting to maneuver down on the United States side via a harness, similar to rappelling, her foot or leg became entangled and she was trapped upside down for a significant amount of time. In an interview with Telemundo, Verdusco's cousin claimed coyotes migrant smugglers, uh, and others were helping her cross the border but abandoned her when her foot became trapped. The coyotes tried and tried to get her down, but they couldn't, a relative said, and they just left her there to die. That is what they do. They've already been paid. They don't care. For them, it's all about money. People are not people. People are objects. People are something that they make money off of. And if you get in the way of them making that money in any way, shape, or form, they will kill you. That is why what Ben Berkwam is doing on the border is so important. Make sure you help Ben. Make sure you support Ben. Make sure you check out his page and follow him. That's where the truth comes from. We'll be right back with more Live from America right after this. Stay tuned. Again, folks, and, and as sad as a story as that is, and I don't want to, I don't really want to, uh, you know, label, you know, one death over another. But I think if you hear that story, next to a story of a little girl who's been molested and brutally raped, and I hate to say it that way, but day after day after day, which one, and then murdered, which one sounds worse to you? Which one sounds worse to you? And the latter is happening far more than the former. People aren't hanging upside down, dying of asphyxia from hanging upside down on a wall. But little girls and women alike 
of adult ages are dying and being molested and brutally raped every single day by the thousands. And the cartel is making billions off of it. The United States is being destroyed because of it. And Joe Biden and the left are transforming America. And that's their agenda. Thank you very much. Somebody said I have a nice hat. Well, thank you. How you like that? You can't beat God, right? I got the shirt to match. Make sure you go to JeremyHarrell.com and get your You Can't Beat God stuff today. And let the world know you can't beat God. <laughs> um, let's come back from this commercial break and get right back into stories because that's what we're here for, right? We're not here to listen to me yap my mouth uh, through commercial break. So here we go. And we're live right back here on Real America's Voice News. I am Jeremy Harrell from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. And what I was talking about during the commercial break with my audience was this. That was a bad and sad story we heard about that lady hanging upside down on that wall. But it's nothing compared to the women and to the children who were brutally raped and molested every single day, every single hour. And that's Joe Biden's fault. That's the left's fault. That's the globalist's fault. So remember, remember, on the 8th of November, as Steve Gruber, our friend, says, move on, folks. Um, We've been hammering down daily on this story of the failure that is CNN Plus, okay? Their very young and very dumb idea is now absolutely and completely dead. Stick a fork in them, call the hearse, get the funeral home on speed dial. CNN Plus, ladies and gentlemen, is absolutely dead. And may that streaming service and literally their entire parent network rot in pieces. Just 30 days after CNN Plus's launch, where they were experiencing failure from the very beginning, they dumped $300 million. Eventually, they wanted to dump $1 billion. They brought crusty old Chris Wallace over from Fox News, thinking that he could be their light and or their knight in shining armor. He would be the king of their streaming service. I told you two weeks ago. They are way too late when it comes to this streaming platform. Streaming, if you wanted to be ahead of it, you would have had to do it at least a year ago. They're too late. Nobody cares. But that's not their biggest problem. Their biggest problem is they're a failure. And that shows it right there. Warner Brothers owns CNN. And Warner Brothers cut ties right away with the CNN Plus idea because they understood. They're about business. They're about money. They understood very, very clearly that if CNN Plus could not even get more daily viewers than live from America. And that is a fact, folks. That is not false. That is a fact. If CNN Plus could not get any more live daily viewers than live from America on Real America's Voice, then that means their parent company, CNN, is also dead and worthless. They have no star power. They have nobody that trusts them. They're not the most trusted name in news. They are clearly the most busted name in news. This is great news, ladies and gentlemen. I love this. And we're going to dive in a just a little bit here, if we can, and, um, and highlight a little uh, Chris Wallace. Because remember when Chris Wallace left Fox News, the reason why he supposedly left was because he could not stand Tucker Carlson any longer. And the stuff that Tucker Carlson, quote, got away with. And the January 6th video where Tucker Carlson was highlighting the FBI's involvement in this, quote, 
insurrection, which we know was a failed FBI sting, much like the one that happened in Michigan with kidnapping the Governor Whitmer story, all that. As soon as that came out, he said, I'm leaving. He took his big CNN Plus deal and he bounced. I want to go back, if we can, real quick. And I want to go to that moment where Chris Wallace decided that he was a little bit too big for his britches and that he was going to leave Fox News, which isn't much better, and go to CNN to become their streaming king. Oh, it's beautiful to watch. Check this out. A trusted television journalist with over 50 years experience in politics and world events. And now he's streaming. We have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. Well, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I can't hear you, Chris. What's that, Chris? Chris, I can't hear you, bud. How's that feel to go from Fox News, who I'm not saying that I like, but they are on top of their game when it comes to cable news. How far the mighty have fallen. And now you're a nobody that quick. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, before we move on, I want to play another little Chris Wallace moment that just happened this week with pretend-to-be press secretary Jen Psaki. This is a, uh, a moment where Chris Wallace told her, thank you for bringing decency back to the White House, because clearly Ka- Kaylee McEnany just wasn't cutting it, apparently. This is Chris Wallace and pretend-to-be press secretary have, Jen Psaki. I think it's fair to say I've been widely praised for your stint here at the White House. In fact, I have praised you for your stint here at the White House. How do you think you've done? Um, uh, thank you, and thank you for anyone who's praised me at any point. Um, look, I can't give a grade to myself. What I can tell you is that when I talked to the president and the first lady about this job, um, it was November during the transition. It, I, it was one of the first times I was out of my house and out of my slippers, and I remember having to wear heels and, and you know, getting, getting ready to have this important conversation. And what they said to me at the time was what was most important is that we reset the tone that we reestablished the briefing room, the press office, and what we were doing as a source of information uh, accurate uh, to the American people, uh, that we wanted to educate them. We didn't want to treat them uh, like they didn't know anything or they were dumb. We wanted to provide them <laughs> as much information, Ironic. the curtain back about what was happening, and do it in a way that would hopefully calm the nerves of the prior four years. Um, that's what I've tried to do every day. I hope I've accomplished that to date, uh, to date so far. Um, you know, and I'm really proud of, of the time I've, I've spent here uh, so far at the White House and working for the president, hopefully helping people understand what his thinking is and what his policies are. Well, um, well Chris, thank you. <laughs> um, um, thank you so much. Um, um, thank you for anybody who ever gave me praise. Um, yes, I'm great. Um, 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 we wanted to come into the White House with a, an, um, um, an entirely different approach. Um, we wanted to cleanse. Uh, um, the White House from the Trump era. And um, I know I'm great, and I know my hair um, looks absolutely terrible, and I know that I don't know anything, and I'm completely ignorant, and lie about everything, and they call me a little mess li- lying hood. Um, but I am so great, and thank you, Chris. And uh, you're not so great, but I am. And um, uh, Trump is terrible, and Orange Man bad. And um, uh, uh, she's leaving. Chris Wallace is leaving. CNN is in the dumps. The bottom fell out of CNN+. Plus. Need we say more, ladies and gentlemen? But we're not going to move on from this segment. Oh, no. We're not going to move on from this segment without giving Chris the award that he deserves, which is... Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. 
Dumb Dumb Award of the Day, Rhino Chris Wallace. Or maybe he's, a, maybe he's a Democrat. I don't know. Either way, he's unemployed. So see you later, Chris. I mean, they'll probably find a place for him somewhere. Maybe he can hold the camera. I don't know. Maybe he can hold the microphone. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move on to another great story that we've been following here on Live from America. I know people are sick of hearing it, but they, uh, the people that are sick of hearing this story, I don't think are looking at it from the, from the same perspective that I'm looking at it from, okay? And that is this Elon Musk Twitter acquisition. Now, why is this important? I think I've explained this a couple times, but let me go and explain it again for those who go, ah, oh, Elon Musk again, ah, oh, Twitter again. I don't even care about Twitter. Let me tell you why this is important. Because in 2016, Donald Trump and every single one of us said that we were going to drain the swamp. That swamp did not just mean the politicians in D.C. We all knew that at the time. That swamp included the failing New York Times, the Washington Post, Facebook, Twitter, Google, Disney, and CNN. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go through those. CNN Plus, dead. CNN Parent Company, dying. Twitter, dying. About to be completely revamped and rehauled. We're going to talk about a little bit about that uh, later on. Disney, obviously dying. We're also going to talk about that later on. Facebook, Zuckerbucks will not be putting in any money in the elections anymore because he got spooked about the illegal activities that he did in 2020. And Facebook stock, down. Folks, it's not just about the politicians in D.C. It's about the corporations that they own and run. It's about these woke corporations that at the drop of a dime can get Black Lives Matter and Antifa burning down your city before you even smell smoke. That's what it's about. It's about cutting off the head of the snake. It's about digging down and getting to that cancer that we spoke about at the very beginning of the show. You cannot, you cannot drain the swamp without draining Twitter, CNN, Disney, Facebook, all of them. You have to destroy every one of them so that there's no chance that the swamp comes back, at least for our lifetimes, our kids' lifetimes, and our grandkids' lifetimes. That is why this story is so important. And I told you last week, that Elon, Miss, uh, Elon Musk will win this war. There was no way out of this for Twitter shareholders, especially because of the fact of their fiduciary responsibility and duties to make sure that investors are making money. Investors are not making money with Twitter. They're actually losing money. So Elon Musk gave them their offer. They said no. They took their poison pill, which was going to destroy uh, the, the, the worth of the entire company and the worth of each shareholder. So Elon Musk is doing something just a little bit different, and this is going to be what ends up winning this war for him because he has just unveiled, unveiled that he has $46 billion of financing, partnering with Morgan Stanley in order to fund the Twitter takeover. And this is how serious he is, folks, to, about taking over Twitter and making it a private company. Because the, uh, the plan B that he spoke of when he was doing the TED Talk is exactly what we're about to talk, what, what, how he's going to take over this con uh, company, okay? The tech billionaire Elon Musk is moving forward with his potential bid to acquire Twitter, revealing that he has lined up $46.5 billion in financing for a possible tender offer for the company. Now, what is a tender offer? A tender offer, I'm going to tell you what, a tender offer is their worst 
nightmare because a tender offer means that he's basically going to go around the board. He does not have to get the board approval for this. He's going to go around the board, cut out the middleman, and go directly to the investors and directly to the shareholders. They're in it to make money. He's going to offer them an offer that they cannot refuse. So when you do a tender offer, it's typically to go around the people that are creating the hostile environment, which is the board members. So not only are the board members irrelevant now, not only are they taken out of the picture, but when Elon does buy Twitter, he's going to take their salaries to zero and their lives will be destroyed as they know it, at least as it pertains to them trying to stop the flow of information. So folks, I told you, he was not going to lose this war. He couldn't because that's the, that is the, um, the, them the breaks, right? Them the breaks of having a public company. You don't get to do what you want. You have rules to follow. This is why it was so important. They were part of the swamp. I'll take it. I'll take a powerful billionaire on our team. You need them. We'll be right back right after this. I've gotten, you guys don't know how many many, um, emails and messages I've gotten where somebody's like, will you drop this Twitter stuff? This is just... This is just uh, something to put, the shiny thing, the next shiny thing to keep your eyes off everything. It's not that. It might be that for some people, but it's not that for me. I'll put all these stories together and we'll highlight every one of them. This is just as important as the last one because it literally is imperative that we get rid of these companies to drain the swamp. We cannot have President Trump coming back with the same adversaries as he had when he left legitimately or illegitimately. We need to make sure we set the stage for him to come back and we're the fighters that are destroying them. So we're going to keep pushing and we're going to keep moving on. Folks, if it wasn't for you complaining about the shadow banning, if it wasn't for you guys constantly complaining about the suspensions, the deletions, the bannings, all of that stuff, and being loud about it, if it wasn't for me being able to continue to fight, 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 fight to become uncancelable because of your guys' financing and your guys' support, Elon Musk would never be in a position to do this. He's only in a position to do this because of you being loud about it and not just sitting down and saying, well, I'm banned this week. I'll guess I'll do nothing. No, there's, that's not an option. That's not an option. That's how we lose, lose this country. We lose it by people just giving up and doing nothing. And since you didn't give up and do nothing, it was, it's worked its way so, uh, so high in the, in the chain that everybody knows about it. Everybody knows about what they've done to, to, to the American people over the last five, six years. And now you've got people with money actually doing something about it. Jeremy, let's put Kaylee McEnany as Biden's press secretary so she can report the truth as to what Biden is doing. That would be fun. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be amazing? Now, you know who I've not heard really speak on this a lot, and that's President Trump. I've not heard President Trump speak on this whole Twitter thing very much. I know, obviously, where he stands, but I've not heard him talk much about it. So that's been interesting, you know? It's been quite interesting. Um... I don't, you know what it is? It's probably he does not want to bring Elon Musk down. He doesn't want to bring any more negative attention to Elon Musk. I think that's the only reason that he'd be doing it, to be honest with you. I really do. I think that's the only reason that he would be keeping silent. You know what I mean? Anyway, let's come back and let's get into the next part of the show. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. It's an honor to uh, be here with you guys tonight uh, on Real America's Voice News and around social media. God bless you and thank you. Look, folks, uh, this show, this show is completely, completely viewer funded, completely crowdfunded. 
And there's a lot of ways that you can get involved and help the growth of this show. There's a lot of ways that you can get involved and support this show. And if sharing the good word and the truth out there is all you can do, that's great. But for those who can do more, I ask you to go to jeremyharrell.com today. You can donate or you can use promo codes, which a lot of us have these days because all boats rise. But if you go to jeremyharrell.com, you'll see this in the front page. This is the Brave American. And you can, you can click right over to their page, right from my page. This is American, Christian, veteran-based home decor, all handmade products. Beautiful stuff. Let's go to their page real quick. Check it out. This is outdoor decor. You guys go there. You spend over $100. You get free shipping. Make sure you use the promo code. You can sponsor a veteran. A veteran. Every single employee this company has is a United States veteran. And check this out. You can go and you can check out some of their metal works, too. This is the Christian Metalworks department that they have. Beautiful stuff, beautiful home decor for your outside, for your door, for even inside. So make sure you guys check them out. And then also back on JeremyHarrell.com, if you scroll down a little bit further, you'll see the My Pillow, Mike Lindell partnership as well. The guy's been a fighter, so we're going to help him. And we're going to continue to fight for him. So thank you guys very much, and I appreciate you uh, helping me and supporting the show. Now let's move on. We've got more good news here, folks. More good news because of your fighting because of your fighting and making people aware about the truth that's going on in our political system and our political realm that we live in. And, and if it wasn't for that, folks, if it wasn't for people just hammering at home left and right, people wouldn't know. And this is the great thing about the internet. And this is the great thing about this patriot movement is now the Obamas who had an inked deal with Spotify from 2019 for Spotify to basically distribute all of the podcasts from the Obama media company, it is dead, folks. It's dead in the water. Why? Viewership. Not only viewership, if you go and you hear, if you read any of the comments on Spotify or anywhere else, or you, or you read the reviews of the Obama's podcasts, I would say 80% of the people on there, and they're also Obama fans, say it was boring. There was no substance. It was basically just a pat on the back session every single time any of the Obamas were on. It was boring. It was lame. It sure as heck wasn't Joe Rogan. So Spotify said, yeah, we're kind of good with you. Well, actually, it was the other way around. The Obamas said, why aren't you doing more for us? Why aren't you pushing us out more? You need to do this. And Spotify said, no. And they said, then we're leaving. And Spotify said, bye. But let's read the story real quick. Higher ground. President Barack Obama and Michelle Obama's media company is ending its exclusive podcast deal with Spotify and is now shopping for other partners in the podcast space. The Obamas are exiting their exclusive pact with Spotify, originally inked in 2019 after being frustrated with the company's exclusive terms. Primarily, they want to have their podcast programming distributed as widely as possible, the Obamas do, according to the two sources familiar with the situation. Higher Ground, Obama's company, also has disagreed with Spotify over how many of its shows would feature the former president and the former first lady. And this was reported by Bloom, uh, first reported by Bloomberg. Higher Ground's current deal with Spotify runs through October of 2022. According to one source, Spotify declined to make an offer to, the, to renew the agreement almost immediately. Rep, representatives for, for Spotify and Higher Ground both declined to comment. Of course, because both sides are embarrassed. They're both embarrassed by this. 
Look, Biden didn't get 81 million votes, and the people at his rallies, the people watch him online, the people at his events, they prove it. Look at when he was in my state, New Hampshire, the other day. Literally nobody came. Obama once had a big following. Obama once had a big, huge movement. But when people realized how much of a loser this guy was, they didn't want anything to do with him either. They can't draw crowds because there's no enthusiasm behind fake. People want real these days. Gen Z is different than the millennials, folks. Gen Z is entirely different. People want real. So highest ground, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe American Patriot here on Rumble's got it right. Maybe we could call it lowest ground. Long story short, ladies and gentlemen, another big win for Patriots, another big loss for the slow bombers and the losers on the left. But not yet, folks. We're not done. We've got more winning. We've got more winning coming out of the great state of Florida. You ready for this? As you know, yesterday, the Florida Senate voted to end Disney's special tax exemption and their self-governing status. Once that was defeated in the, sen- in the Senate, they pushed it to the House. The House very, very rapidly grabbed it today and voted on it today. The House in Florida now passed, agreed with the Senate, and passed the bill 70 to 38 to end the pedophile power of the groomers over at Disney. This is big news, folks. This is huge. Let's get into this story, and then let me show you a very incredibly funny video. The Disney... Um, let, me, uh, let me scroll down. The th- okay, here we go. The Florida House, here today on Thursday, approved a Senate-passed measure that would strip Disney of its self-governing status, reversing a more than 50-year-old Florida provision amid criticism over the corporation's decision last month to announce its goal to repeal a separate parental rights bill. Look, this is a good example of you should have just shut your mouth and mind your own business. If Disney would have just shut their mouth, if Disney would have just minded their own business, none of this would be happening right now. This is Disney's fault. They put themselves in this position, okay? Governor Ron DeSantis, who criticized Disney, one of the largest media conglomerates in the world for embracing a woke ideological position in recent days, will now have the option to sign that beautiful bill into law. A day earlier, the Senate passed the bill mainly along party lines with Democrats opposing it. Quote, what I would say as a matter of first principle is I don't support special privileges in law just because a company is powerful and they've been able to wield a lot of power, DeSantis said last month during a news conference. I think what has happened here is a lot of special privilege that are, that's not justifiable, but because Disney has held so much sway that they were able to sustain a lot of special treatment over the years. The Republican governor also said earlier this uh, in April, the left-wing wokeness will ultimately destroy the country if we let it run unabated. Uh, in a response to Disney's criticism, look, folks, what it comes down to, again, is Disney should have just shut their mouth. They should have just shut up, and they should have just continued to do what they were doing. But you know what the left can't do? The left cannot take a loss. They hate it. They hate it when you find something about them that exposes them, like the word groomers. They could not stand that they could not get out ahead of that word and create some kind of narrative around it. We just started blasting them. Instead of calling them pedophiles, we started calling them groomers. And they absolutely hate it, but they've been showing their own hand. They've been showing their own hands. Look at these teachers that are going all over uh, uh, social media talking about, well, I'm a gay, binary, non-binary, transgender from the planet loser. 
And today we're going to indoctrinate your kids and dye their hair purple and tell them exactly what touching a penis feels like because we think that's academics. Yay. No, I don't think so. Sorry. Not here. Not in this country. And I applaud Ron DeSantis because you got to understand something, folks. Disney is a guest in the house of Florida. Florida is not a guest in the pedophile house of Disney. Don't get it twisted, Disney. You are nothing but a Twitter. You are nothing but a Netflix. You are nothing but a CNN, a failing, losing corporation that has been exposed for what you are and you're going down. This will be the beginning of Disney's demise. Next up, copyright laws. Let's bury them. You want to mess with our kids? Let's bury them. No remorse, no mercy. Bury them. Like and share if you agree. Now, this was actually captured today. This is so beautiful. This was actually captured today. Uh, and we're going to play it right now uh, for you. Um, because the lefty groomers, yeah, they showed up at this house vote. And they were screeching like demons. I'm not lying to you. When you hear this video, you are going to say those people are possessed. For you to be there screaming and screeching like a demon in the background of a vote. To end a special privilege and a special tax exemption for a large woke company that wants the heads of every adult in the pants of every child. There's something wrong with you. Let's go to this video real quick if we can. This is lefties screaming and, and crying. On these two bills. It is my hope that we will be able to proceed civilly and with decorum and with respect for one another. Read the next bill. By Senator Bradley, Senate Bill 4C, a bill to be entitled an act relating to independent special districts. Hold on. It'll come back. You'll hear the screeching and screaming here in just a second. Pink hats are being applied. Representative Fine, you're recognized to explain your bill. Uh, thank you, Mr. Speaker. It seems as Mickey and many have joined us in the chamber today. That said, <laughs> this is the bill that we discussed yesterday. Members, we will either go into structured debate or we will call the previous question. Representative Renner, you're recognized for a motion. Mr. Speaker, I move the previous question on the bill. Representative Renner moves the previous question on the bill. This motion is not debatable and requires a majority vote. All in favor, say aye. All opposed, no. Show the bill, show if motion passes. We will now proceed to call the previous question. There they go. The, 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 the clerk will unlock the machine and members will proceed to vote on Senate Bill 4C. Have all members voted? Have all members voted? Clerk will lock the machine, announce a vote. 70 yeas, 38 nays. 70 yeas, 38 nays as the groomers screech in the background like crazy demon-filled meat puppets who just can't stand that Disney's not going to be able to groom kids anymore. Wow, what a crazy concept. Anyway, one more commercial break and we'll be right back. I've got a great story to tell you about a mainstream media reporter who reached out to me. You're not going to want to miss this. We'll be right back. Did you guys hear them in the background screaming and screeching? No! I think it was that same 
uh, girl with the glasses on and the pink hat that you see going around social media on all the memes and everything. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, that's uh, who was there screaming. Uh, did you hear the representative? He's like, it seems like Mickey and Mickey, Minnie and Mickey have joined us today, so they're already in the house. Um, but this is over for them, folks. It's over. It's over. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Disney is not the company that it used to be. If Disney was the company that it used to be and these were just false allegations, that would be one thing. This has been going on for decades. We can't have this anymore. We need our country back. We need our children back. We need our innocence back. We need our blessings from God back. And this is one of the ways we get it back. That and stopping the senseless killing of babies. We need joy, compassion, kindness, and we need a rule of law, and we need people to stand up for what's right. That's just where we are. That's just where we are. And I, for one, will be happy to stand in that place and say, nope, we're not having this. Who would have ever thought the thing that brings all of us together was our children? Whitney Houston, I guess, had it right. She believed the children were our future. Let them laugh and let them lead the way. You're done, Disney. You're done, CNN. You're done, Twitter. You want to keep it going? MSNBC next? We're draining that swamp. And the crazy thing is, is we're doing it while President Trump isn't even sitting in the White House. Imagine when he comes back. Ooh, it's go time. It's go time. Better eat your Wheaties. Anyway, let's come back and tell this last story. I think you're going to want to hear this, okay? Here we go. Folks, welcome back to Live from America. Um, you know, it's all, it always is a blessing to be here with you. I tell you that every day. And it was very, it was, it was a hard decision at first for me to leave my IT job and come and do this full time. But the Live from America audience subsidized the entire thing. And they continue to do that as this show grows. And that's what's so amazing about it. But what's even more amazing about it is that this kind of media, what you're seeing me do right here, what you're seeing everybody on Real America's Voice do every day, this is far more meaningful than any job at Fox News, any job at CNN, any job at ABC or CBS. Why? Because we're independent free thinkers. Real America's Voice News invited me to be on their platform, be on their network, and never once told me what I could and couldn't say. I come on here and I make very, very bold accusations and call people some very, very rough names, like pedophile, okay? And in most places, you would not be allowed to do that. Why do they allow you to do that? Because truth will always prevail. And people either like your show or they won't. But in mainstream media, the reporters are still handcuffed, for the most part. In the mainstream media, the reporters are still told what they can and can't say. Now, I want to tell you over the last few days, I will not say names. I know he's watching the show. But a, but a, um, a mainstream media reporter working for a very large affiliate, we'll say, reached out to me and said he loves the show, says he watches it all the time, makes good money, but can't do it anymore cannot be a part of the system anymore, cannot be a part of the machine anymore, cannot lie any longer, cannot just stand idly by and say, this is what's happening without having his own opinion on it. And I applaud that. And he's very afraid. He's very afraid to go out on his own. He's contracted for quite a while, you know, maybe not a long while, but he's, he's still contracted with this report, with this, uh, with this mainstream media uh, company. And I told him, look, go with God, pray on it. Go out on your own. When you get to there, you'll know what to do. But go. Don't be afraid. God's got you. People got you. I got you. That's the great thing, folks, about what's happening. The old style of news is dead. And there's a new sheriff in town. And we're just getting started. And maybe, just maybe, very soon I'll be able to tell you who he is and what he works for. But for right now, remember, there are right ways 
and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, and keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Make sure you visit JeremyHarrell.com if you want to help out the show. To all those watching on Real America's Voice News, get her. God bless you, too. Remember to keep your families close, spread the gospel, and keep a smile on your face. I love each and every one of you, and I'll see you tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. Have a great night, folks. Stop screaming that we first in America First place Black, white, brown, all cities, all towns, the rebirth